This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And we have a returner in the house today. We are blessed to have the one and only Christina Castellina back with us. Um, we were trying to figure out when you were last on, uh, Christina, and it was um, we were in the 21st, yeah. 21st of September 2020. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we introduced you back then, but I'm sure a lot's changed. So I'm going to hand over to you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Oh, gosh, I feel like it's such a, it's too early in the morning for such a loaded question. <laughs> Who am Who I? Who are you? <laughs> Who do you want to be? As a mother. I don't know what you want me to say, guys. All of it. All of it. <laughs> right. OK, so I am. Um, I'll say my age just because I, I just quite like it. I might stop when I get to 40, but I'm 37 at the moment. So 37, I've got two kids, a five-year-old, a three-year-old. I'm a full-time property investor. Um, I used to be a singer and I've been in property now nearly nine years. Can you believe that? Wow. Nine wow. years. And it's just, yeah, I feel like a, a, a like a long timer now. Yeah, <laughs> you're, in it, yeah you're in it for life. There's <laughs> no, no escape. No. You're no longer the, the newbie. You're no longer the young and up and coming. You know, yeah. Oh. Oh, middle-aged property investors we've yeah. falling into no. that kind of, yeah never never That's what we are no. middle-aged property investor with two kids that's me <laughs> yeah but you're a bit oh. glam you are a bit glam because i've seen you on the telly and stuff now like yeah. you've changed I've like changed. you've gone up in the world <laughs> i've changed vibes i am on the telly a little bit <laughs> in my, i mean it's getting better and better but so i've been on as the property expert on gb news five times now that's it wow. yeah so they've asked me about 10 times so i turn them down half the time oh i love that wow Do you nice. know keep them keen yeah. you're in such high demand you know you got to pre- you got to play the game with them I don't keep them keen and the last time they asked me to go into the studio in london oh. and yeah i know and uh, like the next time they ask, I, pr- I probably will even though it's quite yeah. far from liverpool just because i can't bear to see my makeup like I just don't know how to do to do my makeup. So when I see myself, I'm literally like, I need to go to London so somebody can do my makeup for me. They don't do your makeup for you. For God's well, I'm not going. Well, I've been, I've, I've, been <laughs> I've been to the GB News Studio as well as part of our um, HBO Council Tax campaign. I went with Darren when he was interviewed, oh. and uh, I kind of sat there and was just like looking through looking through the glass when he was in the studio. Um, yeah, they didn't have a makeup person. So it's not going to make it any better. Not for worth me. it, babe. It's not it's worth it. Be worse. It'll be worse. I'm not going. That's it. Decided. <laughs> Just stick to stick to Zoom. <laughs> but also, when people do your makeup, I feel like if they don't know you and what you like for the first time. It, it, they fuck up your face like they they just like Matt do you remember we had a photo shoot babe and I came out looking like a drag queen like I didn't I just looked oh do you know yeah, it's yeah so they, they, they don't get it do they you know I, yeah, when I came out looking like a drag queen too it was uh yeah, but you look good they got the wrong end of the stick <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because I spent a lot of money not that long ago on some pictures 
And the lady that did my makeup, she does know me, but she just did really heavy makeup. And I kind of felt at the time it was too heavy. And I didn't say anything, which was my fault, I should have said. And anyway, half of the pictures I just can't use because yeah. I, look, I look like a clown. So yeah. the pictures, I know I actually do. And I thought that I did, but I was just like, I'm just going to, I'm going to roll with it. And I went to my husband, what do you think of this? And he went, you look like a clown. And I was like, oh God, I actually do. I look like a transvestite quite easily. Yeah. So I don't need much encouragement with the makeup. Do you know what I mean? It's always so, good to have some support from your husband, isn't it? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> babe. How do you look today? Yeah, you look like a clown. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was just like, oh, why do you look like a clown? And I was like, I've paid so much money for these pictures. I can't even... Can't, you know, how, how miserable is that? Okay, so l- let's recap. So other than looking like a clown and going on telly and stuff, like, let's yeah. talk about property. What if, what's Where's your property journey at? Because the last time we spoke, a service seemed to be where your attention was, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So where so, are we at now? So at that point, I would have just bought Highcliffe. That's at it. That stage, I would have just bought Highcliffe. My, yeah. So my builder would have had a heart attack and a quadruple, quadruple heart bypass. Mm-hmm. So then we had another builder step in, then my old builder came back. They did kind of work well-ish together. And then we were in and out of lockdowns. But yeah, that so Highcliffe um, is kind of up, launched, done, great. And it Since looks beautiful then, and stunning, by the way. Mm. Thank you. Absolutely yeah, amazing. So, yeah, so Highcliffe's lovely just because it's it's kind of, it's it's in Cleveland, which is quite quiet in comparison to Blackpool, which is good and bad. It's the good thing is we get really lovely guests we have quite an older clientele we don't really touch wood have any damages but then the bad side is it's the it's the quickest part to go quiet mm-hmm. because it's a 10 minute drive from blackpool so it's always the first to feel the out of season hit if yeah. you will we're like oh god it like it's it's dead now because we're out of season um but it's beautiful see like literally on the seafront really nice one to to kind of cut cut my teeth in and then from there the next one so I've had two kind of launch at similar times so Empress Hall's the one that had yeah. so much kind of hysteria That's... and like yeah. great reason well it's um, called Empress Hall so uh it was, <laughs> so names are a big thing yeah so she's an absolute beast and there's so many pros but there are it has been like painful as well in some ways so so the the whole vision with empress hall is during lockdown it i think the first half of lockdown was fine i think everyone just the sun was shining it was quite different i was really pregnant everything's great and then the baby came and then this the winter came and they were doing the cancel christmas and it it was just really miserable by the january i felt really really miserable because it was that time where everyone was allowed to work but you couldn't see your mates and so for like us for me as as a property investor not be like my friends are kind of almost the replacement to my office like i don't have a I'll go to like my husband will go to work and he'll see everyone at work. So by the time he comes home, he doesn't want to see anyone because he's yeah. had his fill. Whereas for me, I need to see my friends to get my fill mm-hmm. because I work on my own most of the time. Like just, you know, you know, you guys know what it's like. So I was just miserable, really miserable. No, honestly, so miserable. Um, 
and uh, the whole how Empress Hall came about is I was viewing properties really as something to do and when I when I saw Empress Hall it was just this place the moment I walked into it I just felt like this quirky place that I could make as a house of just pure joy because it was huge it was this incredible gift that just kept, just kept on giving I just knew the moment I walked through the door I didn't know how, what I was going to do with it how I was going to buy it and how I would make the numbers stack I was like this place is so special and I can bring people together here and this will be the place where people will come together for Christmas and they'll go away to cel celebrate birthdays and all of that kind of stuff so I immediately had the vision because of coming from such a place of like almost despair I oh. wanted the opposite I wanted like fun and colour you know like I just had this real this this is going to be something I can pour myself into really so um I obviously did all my due diligence went over the numbers um realized that it would only work with full I had to get full planning permission as a holiday home that would sleep 20 people and as well I'd, I'd spent a lot of time looking for gaps in the market and Blackpool's a very saturated market like a lot of places with SA, I think essays become like the new, oh, let's just rent out our terraced house and hope for the best kind of thing. And it's just flooding the market constantly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of places, instead of it being a race to the top, it's a race to the bottom where like people are just competing on price and the prices are going down and going in the opposite mm -hmm. direction because there's so much more stuff. So I was looking for a gap in the market of like, okay well where where is that price difference between your cheap one and two beds where you're constantly racing to the bottom what's holding and there were a few properties that were sleeping 10 sleeping 15 and there was a massive jump in price massive um so i thought well if i can bring this and bring something that's so so much better unique sleeps a lot more people but it's affordable per head but you can demand a higher nightly rate then it's something quite unique and that's that's basically what it is so the planning process was painful <laughs> took, yeah. i mean it took forever they had endless extensions the only way we got planning permission through was because um there's an annex to the rear which the lady had been renting out to a tenant and um the council have basically enforced that we have an mm. on-site manager right that sleeps in the annex to the rear. Oh wow! Yeah, um, which is basically like noise control, and so that the guests okay. neighbors essentially, um, which, which has been also been a really painful position to fill because it's a bit of a crap job. Yeah. Actually, because. I've already got external managing agents, which are fantastic. So I didn't want to take the work away from them when they manage the whole portfolio and they're really good. Mm. So it's essentially like just another role where someone lives there for free, gets paid a little bit of money, has the daytimes to work or do what they want. But essentially when we've got bookings, they can't go out at night. <laughs> like and that, you know, so it's quite tricky to find someone that wants to like just not go out of an so evening. What, so, so, so what kind of person has filled that role? Yeah. Well, we've gone through three. So <laughs> how, long, how, how long have they lasted? Apparently nobody. Uh, so the first one was the seller's son, who was so laid back. He, basically, the house could have been on fire and he, <laughs> he would have lost it. So he yeah. was just, just no, no good. And the second guy was great in that he was a, he was a decorator. He knew the house. He was really good at like um mm -hmm. you know do the decor and 
and he was likable but he unfortunately let me down a few too many times and just really liked the um club scene in blackpool oh so, god mm, just wasn't nice. he, he, he was the one causing the noise as opposed to the exactly uh, well, or, or he's taken the... worse yeah. than the guests literally so i'm like oh man so i've ended up with david touchwood so far so good David has experience in being a managing agent, so he'd actually come from managing a managing SA properties, but he was really overworked, underpaid. He's, I'm going to say in his 50s, okay. doesn't really want to go out of an evening anyway. Mm-hmm. His background is from the force, yeah. he quite enjoys telling people off. I'm just imagining a stag dude turning up and he's like, right lads. Yeah. He quite likes the power. Yeah. yeah, the power of it. So, and he likes a chat. Like a, he just really likes a chat. So I'm hoping he'll stay for quite a while. He's, he can do the job. Mm-hmm. What I've realised is, I was try, uh, you know, thinking, can this person also do the gardening? And can they do this? And can they check up? And actually, we just need someone that can keep the guests in check. Yeah. Just lower my expectations, and they just need to be there, and keep the guests in check. That is all I need them to do, and be pleasant. So is your planning permission conditional on there being no major complaints? Um, it doesn't say that in there. No, it, there's no review of it or anything. We've been given it, but obviously I think they'd have a strong word with us if we had continual complaints for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also with, with the way that service combination is changing, you're about to be licensed and um, yeah, ha- ha- well, all I say is to have planning permission um, from very soon anyway so um yeah there'll be more of a regulation on it and more of a handle on it anyway for for everybody which will probably make your your stuff even more popular and and i think so yeah because it all it but what it'll do it'll single out the good ones it's a bit like how, how good quality hmos generally sell through planning is because yeah. y- your good ones get through and that race to the bottom will those houses will end up becoming houses again normally those yeah. terrace houses yeah i think so i think so and also in blackpool as well they make it so tricky where they've got um a, a holiday zone they call it where essentially if you have a if there is a residential home within the within that area they don't want it to be a house they want it they want to encourage that to be some form of some form of holiday accommodation and if you have holiday accommodation and you're trying to turn it into a block of resi flats they won't allow it yeah wow okay um which has caused huge issues for me huge issues with lending which i did not see coming um so anyone investing in blackpool just be mindful of this so where it's come to bite me in the arse is i had ran my figures on it being a commercial val based on income because it's got full planning it's um sewage yes it's just it's not a house it's it's huge this thing yeah and because because it's 10 bedroom would it not be would would it not be a c1 um well that's what i went for but that's just not what the council are doing on it they're saying it's not it's i know exactly it's just a blackpool council thing but i was like it's a commercial val like it's 10 it's just not a house there's no comps for a resi house so um Anyway, this is this is a year ago now. Finished that it launched the beginning of August, so it's straight in for a commercial uh, mortgage. It was with Hampshire, I think. Mm-hmm. Had the val valuation came in fine. It wasn't as high as I wanted, but it was it was fine. Like we could we could mm-hmm. work with it. But then the valuer put in his comments that it was within the holiday zone, which 
basically restricts the use that it can only be used as a holiday as a holiday yep. let um but that's all it can be anyway who's gonna yep. who wants to rent a 10 bed house like that is what it yep. is it's a holiday, clearly holiday accommodation anyway hampshire pulled it because they said it was against their terms because they saw it as a restriction right they're lending yeah. against the holiday let it's exactly it's, it's not a restriction is what you're yeah. Like, and also, what are they doing when they're lending against Holiday Inn or just hotels? Yeah. Like, are they going? Are they going? Oh, there's no exit strategy. Yeah, it's because it's a hotel. Like, it's yeah. exactly the same. We charge a grand a night. It's not a house. It's not a mm. buy to let. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's, it's a commercial entity. Yeah. So I was quite baffled by it. But even more worryingly, and it's not been a fun time really, is between then. So this is they took ages to tell us as well. By the way, so they, they sat do. on it. They sat on it without saying a word. So we had we we had the val in about August. It was around November they said they wouldn't lend. So they just sat all that time and didn't say. So I thought, oh yeah, the mortgage is going through. Um, it wasn't yeah. going through. It wasn't moving. Then the mini budget the mini budget happened as well. No. So I was like, yeah, great, great news. Um, then my my um, broker couldn't even find a lender until about february this year no one would come forward to lend on it because they all said the same thing they were just like we're not happy to lend on something that doesn't have a second exit wow it just yeah. doesn't make any sense That's i mean so just just crazy and lots of lenders won't even invest in blackpool because they've they've lent on too many drug dens essentially blocks of yeah. flats in blackpool yeah. and that unfortunately so and blackpool's changed a lot actually in the in the last three or four years it's changed a hell of a lot um, and those areas have been totally regenerated but they they won't come back to the table so a lot of your main lenders that you'd rely on just won't lend full stop and then all your quirky ones are going now nah, we won't lend on this because of the planning restriction so i thought i was you know bossing it by getting you know i've got full planning duh, 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 and actually um no so then we finally get quantum that comes to the table and they take a view on it so it's against their policy but apparently yeah. um but the md just really likes the property yeah i'm like great we've got something and the the rates aren't bad big 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 entry fee and everything but whatever like we just need lending so get a valuation and the valuer or you wouldn't even believe so the valuer doesn't pick up on any of the holiday stuff he values it as a house yeah but he values it he values it like 200k under what it should be he doesn't he doesn't measure it so that so i thought i was like oh we're quids in here because he loved it he was like this is amazing how do you even value a place like this like this so i mean that's worrying isn't it when the value yeah. says that it was a 2k commercial val that i paid for and he's, he's he's like he's not measuring the rooms he's taking a few pictures he's not he's like literally running around like an excited schoolboy not measuring just like saying he could imagine him being sat around the table with his mates how much do i charge i give him honestly i give him a folder full of like all of the income we've made our nightly rates our occupancy all of the outgoings like all of that, should, that should be the benefit of of not having had lending for years you've now got evidence that you've you filled it exactly right so i give him all of the information give him the reviews everything he clearly does not look at it 
the, it, he said, so he was meant to come back in 10 days. It took him about a month to get the report back to me. <laughs> when he did, this is what he put. He, he said, just simply, there is no demand for holiday lights in Blackpool. Wow. Because he didn't want to value it commercially because he clearly just didn't know how to do it. That's This is my opinion. I think he didn't know how to value it. So instead of trying to go through, because the, the valuer from the August before that had done that valuation, had value, he'd valued it uh, 170K higher and he'd done a full report of the ins and outs yeah. of the income. But you which is what you want. This guy hadn't gone into any of it. He simply put, there's no demand for holiday lets. If this was to be resold, it'd be resold as a house. No. It can't be sold as a house. It's in the <laughs> code. Like, this is why I can't get lending on it, you idiot. And, and he... I, did you complain and has he been oh, struck off? Yeah, so essentially we've caused hell. We've gone to VAS. We've gone directly to him. Quantum, actually, as soon as it came in, Quantum pushed it back and said, we're going to appeal it, but then sat on their hands and then decided, <laughs> actually, we can't get involved because we can't be. So I'm like, are you in or are you, like, are you taking it on or not? So then they're like, they're not. So then my and all of this is taking months. Months are flying by, nothing's happening. So VAS have gone back twice to the valuer. We've got, like, he's got the size of the house wrong. It's out by basically the size of a two-bed flat. That's how off he is with the pricing. Yeah, like he's so off with it. And he literally is just, this is what he put in reply. Can you please tell the broker to stop emailing me? This will be my last response. As I've said before, this will simply be sold as a house. There is no, um, there's no demand for holiday lets. And, I believe, and I believe my sizing is correct. That is it. That's what, that's, that's his final response. Um, and um, we are now having to take it to Rick's, but meanwhile, I still don't have a mortgage. Uh. So, <laughs> so I've said, and they've not even offered a mortgage, they've not even given a mortgage offer anyway. So I'm like, we're doing all this and Quantum still haven't even offered. And I'm like, are they even going to land on it? Wow. Yeah. So, um, was, he, is this, is, was he just is, new? Was he just new at the job? Like, because... <laughs> Honestly... I have got no, I don't know, I mean, it's mental. I have got no idea where this guy's come from. I don't know. I don't know. How can you pay 2K he... for a commercial valuation and they send a guy like that out? And, and, and does, he, does he work for a big firm, a small firm? Smallish firm. Mm. Yeah, the RICS, as you say, needs to get involved and um, just put the evidence. There must be that that um, backstop um, complaints procedure. Yeah, there has to be accountability somewhere for that. Yeah. For him to be licensed surveyor, yeah. Yeah. He's just not done his job on any level. And and not only that, the comps that he's taken, he's gone to a, a place called Polton, which is a really nice area, and yeah. he's got comps or four bed detached, bearing in mind this is a 10 bed detached, he's got comps of four bed detached um, to back up his comps. But actually, if you're going to Polton, you can get comps for four bed detached that are a million. So he's purposely, he's purposely found comps for 450K. Wow. And I bought it for 400 and I've spent a lot of money on it. And he, he, his claim is that I've not, I've not added, added any value. And I'm literally like, we've sent him like endless pictures of, I mean, we've created a car park, like digging up the garden, all new, like it, I mean, 
the amount of work we've spent so, some of the rooms like were fine but you've got to bear in mind there's like 15 rooms so even if we're keeping four we've still had to do 11 and there's eight bathrooms and we've done five do you know is it just mental and he just will not accept it and like here are my receipts <laughs> you know what, like, i just don't and this is still, this is this is still ongoing so you still not got a mortgage so, so yeah so still don't have a mortgage um my broker said that they are gonna they're gonna make an quantum will offer now but it's based on the 450k that oh. he, i know so <laughs> i can't it's gone on for so long that i'm a, i'm not i can't say i'm over it because i'm not over it but the stress is kind of just i'm just a bit like the worst in my mind that could have happened in terms of the mortgage has already happened in that yeah. like I haven't been able to mortgage it, but are you I mean, on? A, are, are you on bridging? You got investors. Um, you got, have you done? Private investors, and they're quite cool with it. But I'm not cool with it. No. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because they're essentially your bank for now, um, and they could probably. Well, if you can hold on for two years, um, is there a question that after two years you open up to more lenders because of your evidence? So. Yeah, I would imagine so. And also, yeah. just the market will. I think. I've, I've probably tried to mortgage in the worst time. Yeah, going to say that. It's just the worst, it's been the worst time to try and mortgage. But I think actually as the market, the market has changed and things are slowing. And I think lenders will start to get more desperate where they need, they need the, the, the they need the work they need. Mm. Whereas previously they've just been batting people off. Like they're not bothered. They've yeah. got endless. Demand. End yeah. But yeah, that's caused them so many problems um in reality but you're already seeing it with the major banks even though the base rate went up the major banks put their rates down because they're already struggling to get their money out and they're not making the same amount of money they were um so they've had the boom is over for the banks so they, they need to lend and that's going to filter through to the smaller banks because the big banks fund the smaller banks quite often and the and the small and the bridging lenders and the commercial banks so yeah I'm wondering if this could be a blessing in disguise, actually, because, yes, all right, you've had to service private finance in the interim, but actually holding off for rates to drop, things just to kind of settle a little bit, you're probably going to get an even better exit. You just That's had what I'm thinking. I need a to, new I... commercial vow. It'll be a better vow, yeah. Do it. yeah exactly. Especially with the changes to service accommodation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to be a worse vow than that. Just <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. Well, touch wood. I mean... <laughs> anything could happen oh i've had another one I, honestly you couldn't write it i feel like this year the universe has just gone Meh, at me <laughs> let's just <laughs> or the universe is sending you a message that um it is guiding you down a different path which is yeah. going to end up in a different place you, it's just hard to see when you're in the thick of it yeah i feel like for, for me this year I, I feel like i've always had it very easy I have mm. everything comes so easy to me. I work, I do work hard, but it, it, I just feel like I just glide through life quite happily. And this year has been hard, really hard. And and I'm in, I'm kind of enjoying it in the fact you kind of you kind of deserve a bit of a challenge then. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm 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 really like enjoying the fact that I'm having to think of all these like okay, I'm gonna have to speak to my investors, and and actually it's making me realise how how much backing i have and how actually we could ride it out for a few years and actually how um yeah just i'm enjoying the challenge of working hard mm -hmm. 
and and have and that like being pulled straight back down to earth and being like this is what things can go wrong and actually you need to like graft really graft sometimes and so i'm quite enjoy i'm yeah taking on board the lesson and it's definitely been like the year of growth for me yeah well let me tell there's another one that's it's happened with no another one so listen to this so this is in a different council to blackpool council this is why council so cracking deal this bought it in covid so it's four flats and a shop tenanted shop the shop's tenanted for 560 a month and the four flats were vacant but they were grim absolutely grim and i bought the whole lot for 160k oh wow in cleveland in the town center nice like you know no bother there at all. So um, the the reason why it was so cheap was because I mean there was <laughs> all sorts of things going on, but the main thing was that the planning use. Um, this is again so quirky. It it had been changed about twenty years ago from a guest house into four flats that could only be used as holiday lets. So for some people that'd be like amazing, but I wanted to turn them into resi. But they were all I wanted was to get um, planning for resi, but he'd been using them for about 10 years as resi flats. And he'd done a, oh, what do you call it when they say it through uh, with the solicitors and they sign it legally to say, oh gosh, what's it? An affidavit. Oh yeah. He'd done an affidavit saying he'd been using them for 10 years. We had council tax bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so ind- ind- individual council tax that had been done for about five years Yeah. You know, for a certificate of lawful use. Mm-hmm. I was really confident I'd get a certificate of lawful use. Yeah. Um, two failed applications. Even though we had we had like loads of evidence, he said it wasn't enough. Um, and the things that he wanted, I just could I wouldn't be able to give him because it was all on one utility bill. So I couldn't give individual utility bills because it's on one bill. Yeah. Um, but we had the council tax. Like some of the tenants were being had been previously paid by the government by the council had been mm-hmm. paying. Them. But I was like, if you can look on your systems, but I can't, I can't get into the system. So I could, I gave them all I could, but I couldn't physically like go onto the council systems, but they could, but they obviously wouldn't do it. So then it means <laughs> I actually had to turn them into holiday lets, which I didn't want to, because they're around the corner from Highcliffe. It was like, I'm just going into competition with myself. Mm-hmm. And I want 10 one bed serviced accommodations in Cleveland like literally next to each other, but I had to because it was, yeah. So they, they've actually done incredibly well. I was like, if I'm going to do, we'll do it really well. They're flying, they're doing well. However, come to get a mortgage and I can't yeah. get a bloody mortgage because they can only be used as holiday lets. So back, same thing. I'm literally going to my broker. This is a uh. joke. This is like some weird nightmare when I <laughs> This is this is horrendous. Um, luckily, because I bought these so cheap, like there's no real financial burden with these. Um, Quantum are lending. I've had an offer, but they got uh, they got down valued by 100k, and this valuer um, valued them based on bear bear in mind again they can only be used as holiday lets. He kept saying in the valuation report these can only be used as holiday lets, but then he did the income based on LHA rates. What? And they're luxury one bed apartments. Like they're what? the nice, yeah, yes. And then he downvalued. So the, the tenant that's been in there in the shop, he pays, I think it's 7K a year he pays. And he downvalued the income 
to six and I was like no but it's definitely seven because because that's what he pays me he pays me seven but he down he down valued the income on the shop and then yeah did did all the rents as LHA and I'm like even if these were AST have a look at them like they're newly refurbed furnished and beautiful they're not going to be for benefit tenants I think we've got an issue with educating surveyors in this country Uh, massively because with um holiday lets i I genuinely do not think they know how to value them there's a gap in the market you become a surveyor yourself for that (laughs) but also you 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 then have to take on the the valuation (laughs) risk and and the and the bank and you wonder how much the bank is driving it as well because sometimes it's the way it's instructed the bank say yes uh, we're going to do this same with hmos so yeah we're going to do that with a commercial valuation had the same conversation with someone earlier this morning and and then they're saying yeah the bank said they'll give me a commercial valuation on a six-bed hmo in a non-article four area i'm just like well they'll say that but you're you're getting a valuer to 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 do that it's next to impossible you know so um if the valuable will stick their name to it then of course they're going to lend against it but um, they'll say this, and then the number of valuers will actually do it will be probably like, like one to two percent of valuers yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is always the the valuers that are the issue in the in this industry, I think, um, because a lot of them, as you've you found two, you probably, it sounds like you had one good one and two bad ones. So what happened yeah. to that first good one? Why can't you ha- hold on to them? Because it's out of sick. Because. Um they weren't on the vast panel the second time to go back to can you go and speak to the, that particular valuer and say you need to get back on the vast panel please yeah like literally say i will give you all the work and oh, he probably is on the vast panel but just what the, he just wasn't presented to me at the at the time you know they come back with the quotes yeah. it, he just wasn't one and also as well with that first valuation he did I didn't think it was an amazing file because I didn't realize it could get. Worse. I didn't. Yeah, I literally thought it was a given because we'd had a we, because we'd been open so much longer. I was like, the property's got better since then. Mm-hmm. So, do you know? Do you know what I mean? So I didn't even think that his val. So his his val yeah. came in at six twenty. I didn't think it was even an option that it would be below that. I just thought, oh, maybe we'll get 650. So it didn't, I wasn't thinking, oh, we'll go back to him. I was thinking, yes, a new one will probably get higher. Not, oh, some idiot's going to go in at 450. Well, can you go go and go and (laughs) problem solving now? Um, You go and approach him and ask him to do a private valuation, just pay another two grand um, out of your own pocket and say, um, can you value it today? And then he'll go away, do a proper job. And then you just present his evidence to whoever you need to, who's going to do the valuation and say, disprove this yeah if you disprove this i'm going to sue you we sent his valuation to the guy that's done the fourth yeah we did yeah and we was like look at the difference in reports like he's literally gone into such depth on on the comps on the competition he's he just copy it yeah he'd gone into it and this guy hadn't done any apart from there's no there's no demand um, and and this guy, I I honestly think this valuer, um, just isn't even looking at the information because he's so arrogant. He's literally like, and he he said to my broker, yeah, take it to Ricks. That's how arrogant he is. He's just gone, take it to Ricks. I don't think he's even looking at looking at the evidence we're sending him. I don't think he's opening the files. Bloody hell. I mean, and when you just think this is people's businesses, like this isn't a joke. 
at mm. a difficult time as well yeah, you know this is people's businesses you can't just do that and be like take it to rick's i don't care it's like he's got a vendetta against serviced accommodation he just doesn't like yeah. it or understand it or understand it yeah exactly yeah. there's yeah. a massive lack of understanding mm. do you know what i'm too scared to ask you what the human side of property means to you now because i feel like it's <laughs> uh, to be fair we're coming to the end of it now <laughs> I know, I've just sorry, I've literally, I've literally <laughs> just gone, waffled on for life. This is like, we're, we're, we're your therapists for today. <laughs> you, oh, you, 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 take it all your, you take all that anxiety and anger about surveyors, and I feel like I, I've got it now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but in all of my years of investing, I've never, ever had this before. No, this is bizarre. Um, it's not a normal thing. I think, I think it is specific to service accommodation because I've heard of a few other people in exactly the same situation as me where they've mm. only had it with service accommodation and they've just not been able to land a mortgage or they've just been floating around for ages and massive downvals and it's on it's not being spoken about maybe i don't know what it's about a funny one because it sits yeah, it sits somewhere between sort of like residential and commercial as well which does make it a little bit complicated depending on the spec and and scale of the project like my partner at the moment he's not he, he wants to exit on a service uh mortgage for uh, a service accommodation he's just done and he won't do it because it's like the rates are just crazy it's something like nine percent he's being offered at the moment yeah. and it just stops stacking so he's like i'm just gonna yeah. hold out and leave yeah. money parked it's just it's just ridiculous the market's mad yeah yeah, yeah i'm with you i don't know yeah Oof. And now we all need to calm down. Now we need to breathe, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Christina, have you come prepared with a question for us? Yeah, so um, if you weren't property investors, what would your dream job be? Oh, God. Uh, there are so many sub-questions there, like, well... Do it, do you have the means to go and do that job? Are you tied? Yeah, are you tied to it? Just dreaming. Just dreaming. Just dreaming. Just dreaming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to I'd, I'd be a valuer. <laughs> I go value everything up two hundred percent. Do you know what? If if I wasn't a property investor, I could do anything that I wanted to do. I don't think I would work. You really? get bored. You, you get, get bored, so mate. Bored. I'd be I'd be traveling. You keep you keep saying that, but you get bored. So, what job could you do whilst you're traveling? Uh, okay, you, so keep you interested. Keep me interested. Okay, I'll run a bar on a beach. Oh, oh yeah, that's quite that's quite nice. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh I'd probably do some performing of some persuasion, acting probably. Mm. Acting. Okay. Yeah, where's well, my background? It's my academic background and sort of life before property. Yeah, I'd probably take that a bit more seriously. I think and actually give it a go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'd obviously be a, be a performing monkey, a musician. <laughs> I'll be. Uh, my my dream job would be touring and uh, doing gigs all over the world, and uh, yeah, to to decent audiences playing music I love that they love and. Um, with a really really tight well-rehearsed band so that would be and I, I'm working towards that um, <laughs> as a but it's a bit of a side hustle it was the main job now it's a side hustle and uh, it, yeah very hard to go out and gig with an 11-piece band because no one wants to pay you yeah. <laughs> for 11 musicians 
Okay, will you just stop that with Lola, please? Just for a minute. <laughs> Mummy's on a podcast. Can you hear that? No, we can't hear it. It's all right. <laughs> oh, 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 I love it. That's the human side of property right there. Little one in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <we're just> <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to keep my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Very snappy like a mother. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you? What would you be doing? Uh, music. Yeah. Oh, music. Yeah. It's just yeah. that's that's all that's all it's ever been for me, really. Yeah, I remember that during lockdown, actually. I remember you sort of, it became a bit of an outlet for you on Instagram. I remember you doing a few sort of videos oh, yeah. of you singing and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, that's a string to your bow that I didn't know that you had. <laughs> like, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I love singing. I do, yeah. do you know what, though? Like, the one thing that's, I don't know, scares me more than anything is that the older I'm getting, I'm losing it because I don't use it anymore. Right. I don't sing like obviously before I'd sing like an hour and a half of you know a night so it was it's a muscle isn't it and now I'm like oh my god I could just couldn't do that without putting a lot of time and effort and I just I just feel like I can't because I'm so <laughs> with trying to get mortgages <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, unsexy isn't it that is just the unsexiest reason <laughs> It's so unsexy. That's oh. I've got a book coming out though, you know. Have you? Oh. 19th of September. It'll be out by the time this goes live. Nice. <laughs> Sorry if you were hoping to use us for promo. Well, I mean, it's fine, fine. I'd be too late. But guys, go and buy my book. What's the book? What is Your it? Amazon number one best selling book. It will be. It will be on Amazon. By the time this goes out, I'm sure yes. it will be your number one bestseller. Um, it is called, I don't know if I should say How it. Not to Value SA. Yeah, honestly, don't buy SA. Um, no, so it's, it's, so it's, after you know what? I've put a lot of content in there. It's quite a serious book. I've written it all. So it's me. It's like how I talk, but it's very. It, so the whole premise of it is it's starting with nothing, how to buy property using other people's money. Right. That's what I did. Started with nothing. And then it's, and obviously to do this, you've got to know how to stack a deal. You've got to know what a good deal is, how to find it, all of that, all the strategies, techniques. And then just so much detail about where, you know, how, how I found investors and joint ventures and private investors and just all the different ways that you can creatively buy property, essentially, so you can keep keep going with it. Amazing. Awesome. What's the book going to be called? Uh, starting from zero. How Ooh. to build a portfolio using... Love it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll do well, I suspect. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and nervous. Of course. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Good luck with that. I hope it goes really, really well. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Please tell me that in the book there is mention of your letting agent. Oh, you getting stabbed in the ass. Because that's still my oh. favourite story from your previous oh, episode yes. that you recorded with us. Well, I, haven't, I haven't put that in, but I should do. It's too late. It's gone. There's plenty, plenty more where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> the second edition of the supplement yeah that's it the supplement we can talk about all the horrendous things that have happened that was my favorite when we did episode roulette we're like oh letting agents have you got any story about letting agents no not really oh there was one my my letting agent got stabbed in the ass in blackpool we all went what (laughs) like go back and listen to episode uh (laughs) 
episode number was it? Uh, 53? 53, yeah. 53, okay. Good yeah. life of property. Such a, just that alone was gold. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> anyway, I think um, there, I think we're going to we're gonna wrap up for today. Thank you so much, Christina, for being on. How can people reach out to you if they want to get in touch and find your book? Well, if they go on my website, www.christinacastellina.co.uk or I'm always on Instagram. So I'm the, at the good life underscore property investor. You'll find all my stuff there. Brilliant. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, Would that be a goodbye from me? It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Oh, and it's goodbye from me. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see See you on the next next episode. episode